big boys play, huh? Look at the adjective. Play. We ain't here to play. Hey everyone, it's Mike here uh, with another episode, or not really another episode because we haven't done an episode yet. This is sort of a test episode for toying around. Um, I'm here by myself. I'm trying to familiarize myself with the program that we're going to use and the microphone that I just got. Um, so this is just me sitting here. Uh, my average Joes are not with me. Uh, Bricks is over at New York Comic Con, hopefully buying some cool shit. And uh, Mythic Joe is at work, I'm assuming. And, you know, that sucks. Nobody wants to be at work. Um, it's a Friday afternoon. I, like I said, I wanted to kind of toy around with this. Um, and there's been some pretty cool stuff that happened throughout the day in the, in the toy world. Like I said, New York Comic Con is going on this weekend. So we're just going to talk about a few things. Um, it's going to be one really long monologue and, you know, if I release this, hopefully you guys dig it. And this, But it's important to point out that if you do listen to this, this is not going to be the exact format of our Toying Around episode. It's going to be a little bit different. We're going to have different people besides just me. Um, and we're going to have different segments that we're going to get into. But let's start with uh, today is Triple Force Friday for you Star Wars fans. Um, they re- Hasbro released a whole bunch of merchandise from the new movie coming out at the end of the year, The Rise of Skywalker. I think that's the name of it. I haven't really been keeping up. Uh, they kind of lost me with The Last Jedi, to be honest. Um, and The Mandalorian, which is coming out on Disney+. Plus. So some of the figures they released today um, have to do with the movie. Some have to do with the video game that's coming out. Uh, the First Order, I think it's called. Uh, there's a seventh sister, not seventh, I'm sorry, a second sister, which uh, that was a group that I believe was introduced on Rebels. Um, they had the seventh sister, who I misspoke about, who was voiced by Sarah Michelle Geller. Um, so one of the figures I picked up was the second sister, and she was really cool. She had the double, double-sided lightsaber, just like seventh sister. Um, and the one that I was really out there, trying to track down was the Mandalorian and I was able to find them and uh, I'm pretty excited for the show. I'm, looking, I'm ready for something a little little grittier from Star Wars and hopefully this delivers. Um, the figure certainly delivers. I've got them right in front of me like I said. Uh, the detail is really cool. I like the darker more muted colors on him. He's got a pistol um, which I don't know that they've used this mold before it's pretty cool it's very gunslingery that is that a, a word um and he's got a rifle that you can attach to him he's really cool looking um and my buddy scott was able to pick up the carbonized graphite version from target uh, that's a target exclusive so uh i don't have that in my hand yet i know the only real difference is the uh, paint job on him but i'm pretty excited for that um When I got home from work, I was playing around on my phone and I came across, so NECA seems to have bought Loot Crate and what they're trying to do now is crowdfund different boxes uh, or crates and one that caught my eye because I am a gigantic Ninja Turtle fan is a 1990 movie 30th anniversary crate and the only thing that's announced for it 
is a Spirit of Splinter exclusive action figure. So this is a kind of translucent splinter, and uh, it looks like it comes with the campfire from the NECA Friday the 13th Part 2 Jason Voorhees figure, which is a really cool accessory, but now it's got a blue flame to match that scene. And uh, so Ninja Turtles, especially that movie, has such a special place in my heart. One of my all-time favorite movies. My absolute favorite designs of the Turtles. Um, that movie is way better and holds up way better than it has any right to. Um, just, just absolutely love it. And that scene in particular where the turtles are around the campfire and they're meditating and Splinter comes to them, his spirit comes to them and tells them how proud of him, how proud of them he is and how much he loves them. It gets me every time. I get goosebumps just talking about it. So being able to hopefully get that figure be, be really awesome. I really hope this gets, you know, reaches its goal right now. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. There's 335 backers and which is 11% of the the goal of 3000 the crate goes for 49.99 plus shipping shipping was five hours for me i'm assuming it's probably similar to anywhere in the u.s um there's 44 days to fund it so if you're a ninja turtle fan if you're a fan of loot crate if you're a fan of NECA, check it out um you find that on lootcrate.com and then some of the other ones that they're doing look like there was a gremlins one um let me see let me pull it up so i could be specific for you guys there's a kid robot godzilla exclusive crate there's the ninja turtle one there's a gremlins dress up and play figure uh which says it's a limited edition gremlins figure with two new exclusive outfits i don't know if there's more to it than that there's a kid robot kaiju battle set um a whiz kids board game crate a whiz kids dungeon masters crate and it looks like that's it um I know that I used to subscribe to Loot Crate's um, WWE Slam Crate, and some of them were good, some of them were dog shit, and uh, the price kept going up, and I just, uh, it wasn't for me anymore, and I, I unsubscribed. Um, it seems like a lot of people are, just based off comments I'm reading on, on some of these posts on Facebook, a lot of people are kind of done with Loot Crate, um, but hopefully NECA is able to do something cool that I saw yesterday they announced. The, uh, the gold Kenner-inspired Batman, the the uh, Michael Keaton Batman. Um, and you can only actually order that if you're a Loot Crate subscriber. So I think that angered a lot of people. But um, I could see being upset about it. I had that figure as a kid. It would be cool to have it again or the, the NECA-inspired version. But it's, it's not a variant that I particularly need for my collection. Um what else uh i know joe's been sending me star wars pictures all day um i'm gonna go back to that actually for a second he posted on his instagram that he posted an instagram story of him going to target before comic-con and there was the end cap for the star wars stuff and there was absolutely no merchandise on it um and it's it sounded like from what he was saying that he spoke to an employee gave them you know dpci numbers or item numbers had them scan the tags whatever and they couldn't find the figures anywhere. And that that's a little frustrating, especially when they're hyping such a big release today for Triple Force Friday. Um, I had a similar experience uh, last week. I was looking for a WWE 
Network Spotlight Elite Jinder Mahal figure, which is a Target exclusive. Um, I was tracking it throughout the week on popfinder.com using the DPCI number, and uh, I found my local Target had gotten a case in. So I called up. I saw a lot of people on, on message board, wrestlingfigs.com, on Facebook and Instagram were getting these figures. I mean, some people were, were being told that it was street dated and others were able to buy it with no problem. Um, so I called up, I gave them the DPCI number and, uh, the gentleman I spoke to on the phone confirmed that they did have a case of eight in stock, but he said it was street dated for the 29th, which was last Sunday, I believe. I'm all mixed up with my days. Excuse me. Um, and I've had that situation happen many times at this particular target where I call up and told something street dated. I happen to pop in later that day or the next day and uh, the products are on the shelf and usually the ones that I'm looking for are already sold. And that, that's pretty frustrating. So uh, I pop back in at the end of the day after work, I drove over on my way home and uh, I walked to the toy section and sitting on a pallet is the case of Network Spotlight figures. And... There's six of them sitting on the pallet. And, of course, the only two missing are the, the one character that I wanted, Jinder Mahal. Um, each character in the case, Asuka, Jinder, Diesel, and Rey Mysterio are packed two per case. No genders. So there was a woman standing there who worked uh, for Target. And I, you know, I politely um, asked if there was somebody that worked in toys that I had spoken to a gentleman earlier and was told that these couldn't be sold. And... Um, she got very nasty with me. She, you know, told me that if they can't be sold, then they're, then they won't be. Um, and I, I just explained that, you know, there's six of them sitting here. There's eight in the case. The other two are somewhere, hopefully in the store. Otherwise they've been sold and that would be disappointing. Um, I asked her if she could tell me what the on hand quantity was and, uh, she scanned it or so I, so it looked like, and then claimed that the system was down and, uh, that I'd have to wait 10 to 15 minutes if I wanted that answer. I, I think she just wanted to get me out of there. Um, so I took a walk around the store and I ended up finding gender. Um, I went up to the register and it was not street dated or at least not by the register. Um, I spoke to a friend of mine who works at Target who confirmed me that there was not a street date on it, but a, rather a set date for the aisle. Um, but since then, I've actually seen people say that the registers are blocking the sale. So maybe that was changed. Um, I did hear that these particular figures were going to be sold first by Entertainment Earth at Comic-Con and then sold at Target after. So that might be where the street they came from. But it, it doesn't look like it was well implemented throughout Target's whole system because you're seeing so many different people with different stories. It's kind of strange. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm also a very big wrestling fan or wrestling figure fan. The, the product today is a little disappointing. And we do a whole podcast on that. We do a whole series of podcasts on that, actually. Um, AEW did start this week. NXT is on USA now live. And uh, they're both, you know, they both seem to be putting out a good product. AEW had a good first show. Um, and it's only going to do wonders for, for pro wrestling in general. Uh, as far as pro wrestling action figures, I've been on the hunt for Sonya Deville and Liv Morgan, which are the store exclusives for target for WWE elite wave 69 i tend to order the figures i want off of ringside collectibles um incredibly fast shipping prices aren't bad especially for how far in advance you get them 
But the store exclusives, you know, they're not always sold on ringside. And if they are, it's it's after the fact. Um, so Scott and I, I mentioned Scott earlier, helped me out with the Mandalorian. A good buddy of mine, fellow collector. Um, we were out hunting on Saturday. And uh, so, again, tracking the inventory through Pop Finder. Saw the inventory go up at a local Target. We flew over there. We were able to get Sonia and Liv. Um, the Sonia that I picked up did not have her... I don't know if you want to call it a skirt or a loincloth. Um, so you can't tell really. It's, it's difficult to tell in the package because she's wearing a black hooded robe um, that comes down past where the loincloth would be. So the one that I had gotten did not have the loincloth. Um, so I've, I've been on the hunt for another one. And luckily, uh, two days ago, uh, on my way home from work, I stopped at a Target. They had Sonia and... Uh, Took a chance, and thankfully it was the one with the loincloth. So uh, everything's been coming up Millhouse for me as far as findings go. I'm pretty caught up right now. Um, but we all know that does not last long if you are a collector. There's always something new coming out. And with Comic-Con going on right now, there is a whole bunch of stuff being showed off. Um, I know Mezco this morning or yesterday in their display, they had a box saying come back tomorrow at 10 for the unveiling. This morning they unveiled a classic Wonder Woman action figure for their 112 collective line. I um, mean that went up for pre-order today. Fall exclusive should be shipping between November and January. Uh, shit looks great. Uh, I think the the outfit is a real throwback to Linda Carter, the old school Wonder Woman, which is why it is titled a classic Wonder Woman. Uh, the disappointment there comes from the fact that she's using the same female body that they've have not updated uh with the single jointed elbows and knees and single jointed elbows are not the end of the world i mean if they're cut deep enough you get a pretty good range of motion you get at least 90 degrees out of them but the knees have they're they're really lacking they've got to they got to go to double jointed knees even mattel who just refuses to catch up to what's going on with hasbro and being put out by these other companies even mattel now they're the Elite 72 Becky Lynch wrestling figure is going to be the first female with double-jointed knees in their line, as well as hinged wrists. And it, it sounds ridiculous because Hasbro's been doing that, although Hasbro does still use single-jointed elbows on occasion. Um, the knees and wrists, the, the, that's something they've had for a while. Mattel, just, they, they're so behind the curve on all that stuff, I feel like. I mean, just recently did they add in some of that articulation to their DC multiverse waves. And they, they, they don't even have the license anymore. They, they, you know, come January, McFarland's taking over. So Mattel's not even going to be producing DC figures. So it's kind of baffling why in the last two or three waves, they, they updated that to double joints. Um, it's just really frustrating <laughs> as, as somebody who likes articulation and as a collector, it's frustrating when they, when they're so behind and just refuse to update their, their, articulation style um what else was shown off uh neck is killing it as always they didn't show off a lot but they showed off two of my biggest loves as a collector horror and ninja turtles and there wasn't really much new this is the first time they're showing a painted triceraton he looks amazing um they had uh updated prototypes of hellraiser pinhead from hellraiser um the Toomey Terrors, Nosferatu, which is really cool. I hope we're able to get a 7-inch figure of that. 
Um, the Conjuring 2, The Crooked Man, the Annabelle. They've got what I'm really excited for, Sam from Trick or Treat. That That is so cool. That's one of my favorite Halloween movies, horror movies in general. Just a really cool anthology movie, and, and Sam is just an awesome character. So being able to get a figure of that, that's something I'm going to get a couple of to display all the different looks. Um, speaking of, of Halloween, something that I got that is really cool Um as a kid, I, I was a big fan of Donald Duck, Uncle Scrooge, the nephews, Louie, Dewey, and Huey. And uh, I've always been into horror and Halloween, so the Trick or Treat for Halloween short from Disney was something I loved as a kid. I'll never forget. I vividly remember the, the nephews coming around the corner, and all you see at first is the pumpkin bobbing up and down over the over the wall. And then here comes Louie, Dewey, and Huey in their Halloween costumes. Um Last week, I think it was last week or the week before, Funko, one of their shop exclusives, was the three of them, the pop version of the three of them in their Halloween costumes. My buddy Joe, Joey Bricks, who will be on this show soon as a co-host, he texted me knowing I love them and was like, hey, dude, check this out. And I was going to pass because the price was just, I, first of all, pops, Jesus Christ, uh, I try not to collect them anymore it's got to be something i really really like or something that's not getting some type of love as far as action figures go um so i was gonna pass but i happened to text my wife um because i thought she'd appreciate how cool it was um she's a fan of them as well and she offered to buy it for me i said no too much forget it hey i don't need it and man i come home uh two days ago and box sitting on my porch from funko shop so that was really awesome of her. You know, she, she's great, and she enables my collecting, which could be a little dangerous. But uh, that was really sweet of her. I really appreciate it, and they're up on my mantle with the rest of my horror stuff for Halloween. I was excited to add them to my collection. Um, I keep saying um because I don't really have a lot to talk about. It's just me. It's it, This will be a lot uh, better when I have somebody to bounce off of and actually converse with. So, I'm going to wrap it up there. We're at about, uh, we're almost at 20 minutes. Um, so, I hope you enjoy this. This is just a very, very little taste of what's to come. We have big plans for this show. Me and me and my two Joes, my average Joes, we've got, we've got a lot. Joe and I, Mythic Joe and I, sat down over the summer. He came and spent the night here. We were going to a toy show in Cherry Hill. And, uh... I just kind of poured my heart out to him about how I want to get into this and how we're just three genuine guys who love toys and love collecting. And we want to share that with everybody. You know, there's so many different podcasts. There's so many people involved um, with doing reviews and stuff like that. And we hope that, you know, our goal is that we're able to bring something a little bit different. We want to be real. We want, we want to just be us and we hope people enjoy listening and, you know, that that's our goal, to just be ourselves and share what we love with the world. So, like I said, this will be different when there's two or three of us talking. We're going to have different segments. We're going to hopefully bring on people from the industry um, and interview them and talk to them about the stuff they love. And we're, we want to bring collectors on, too. We want to bring people that we know, friends bring them on and give them a platform to just discuss what they like and why they like it 
I mean, collecting is such, there's so much to collect. And while we're going to focus mostly on toys and action figures, um, listen, everybody needs a hobby. And despite ours being a very expensive one, it's something that gives us a ton of joy. We're very nostalgic people. And I think that's why we collect. Um, And you're going to get to know us very well through these episodes and, and through this journey. So stick with us. Pardon this 20 minute ramble. Uh, like I said, I'm just trying to play around with this stuff and get it, get used to it so that when we, when we do present our episodes, they are the best they can be for you guys. So take care and, uh, we'll talk to you soon.